0: Welcome to Feel Better, Be Better. I am your host, Dinara, and I'm on a mission to help you support your health and reconnect with your body so you can thrive as you go through life. Hello, my friends. How are you? I hope your week is going well. I'm doing amazing. So what I wanted to discuss with you today is actually the question that I get very often. And the question is, do I need to change my exercise and my workouts based on my menstrual cycles? So, I'm going to break that down and I'm going to talk about what are the benefits and also how you do it and exactly the workouts that you implement. But before we jump into exercise and um, working out and kind of working with your cycle, I want to kind of defined what exercise is. And of course, we know what exercise is, but sometimes looking at the definition of the word helps us to break it down a little bit further. So Google says that exercise is an activity requiring physical effort carried out to sustain or improve health and fitness. So I think the key to note here in this definition is the sustain and improve health. Exercise is all about health. A lot of messaging around exercise that women have been getting for for a while now, um, it tends to link it in some way or another to weight loss. We were always encouraged to do cardio or or hit workouts because it's famously what's gonna make us skinny the fastest. And the underlying message of that for women is that we're not good enough in our and our bodies are. There's something wrong with them, and unless we're skinny or we get skinny, we basically just need to sort of um expose ourselves to all this excess workouts. And when your intention for exercise is to fix your body in some way or to fit some expectation set by someone else, it just doesn't feel good. Which is why so many women tend to blame themselves for being inconsistent or they tend to be really hard on themselves for not having the motivation to work out. When your motivation comes from a place of I should be better. I'm not enough. I should be skinnier. It's going to be really difficult to get yourself and make exercise consistent. So these messages, the sort of like get skinny, get better messages, are very subtle and something that as women we've have internalized for years and they might not even be as obvious to you, but I do want you to get really honest with yourself and Kind of answer for yourself, why do you exercise? And the reason that I bring this up is because when I ask women on, uh, when I chat to women, often the recurring topic is that exercise is good, I really want to do it, but I'm just not motivated. And I think the main reason for that is because of our reasons. So if you have this slight mindset shift and just realize that you don't need fixing, your body doesn't need need changing. That's not what exercise is for, but rather you find your reason for exercising things like you want to be spending time with your kids without running out of breath. You want to have a better, stronger mental health. You want to age gracefully. You want to feel more confident. Like when those reasons are compelling enough for you, I promise you, you won't be struggling as much with the motivation to actually get you to exercise in the first place. So the core message of this is find the reason why you exercise and don't make the reason because someone else said that your body should look differently. I also want to say that there's nothing wrong with using exercise for weight loss or fat loss and wanting to do it in order to get a specific body type. I just want you to like your reasons for it. Are you doing it because you like it or are you doing it because somebody else said that this is what you should do? And of, of course, do it because of you and not the societal pressure. And the, the, the way that you will know that you're doing for societal pressure, uh, for societal sort of uh, socialization due to those messages is you will be able to spot it sort of in your thoughts. If you think things like, I don't deserve this food if I don't exercise. I need to work out so I can sweat out my meals. I should work out or I'm somehow less than a lot of this I shoot statements. Frankly, you never if you've never worked out a day in your life, you will still be enough and you will still be worthy. And I still want you to exercise, but I want you to exercise from a place of loving yourself. And what I'm going to talk to you about today is how you can exercise in the way that it's somewhat pleasant. I'm not one of those people that just can't wait to go to the gym. And for those of you who are, good for you. <laughs> I'm just most of us aren't. But yet when you know your body, when you like your reasons for why you're doing it, that's when you can make these changes, and that's when you can make it consistent, and that's when you can make can work out with your menstrual cycle and actually get all those benefits. So let's dive in. So to help you understand the reason for changing why your workouts should be changed, depending where you are in your cycle. I'm going to draw a little parallel between male and female physiology just so it's a little bit more clear. Because often what we hear is a lot of the research that we get on excess cardio, on HIIT workouts... On a variety of new things that come out, they often performed on the male body and they actually not as beneficial for female body. So if you are somebody that does a really hardcore workout every single day, you're probably also the same person that is exhausted, that has hormone imbalances, and that's just sort of tries to keep up with things, or you're somebody that maybe runs on stress hormones and it's running on stress hormones can feel good until it basically doesn't. And the purpose of this space here, of this podcast is to get you in touch with your body and help you understand yourself. So let's talk about men before we talk about women. So as far as male physiology, so men's hormones fluctuate but they fluctuate on the 24 hour cycle so they fluctuate daily women's hormones fluctuate on the schedule of menstrual cycle so every night when men goes to sleep he manufactures all the testosterone that he will need for the day ahead. And the testosterone is this hormone that we often associate with men, but women need it too. Men just have it in in a different proportion. So it's important for men to go to bed as early as possible so they can produce all of that testosterone. And the less sleep they get, the less testosterone they make. And sometimes men might think that they have low testosterone when in fact they just aren't getting enough sleep to make up all the testosterone they could make. It is also beneficial for men to wake up as early as possible around 6 a.m. And because at that time, they will have maximum testosterone that produced overnight and also maximum cortisol, which is the hormone that wakes you up in the morning. It's also a stress hormone, but it's the hormone that is the highest in the morning. So if they wake up at 6 a.m., they have maximum testosterone, maximum cortisol. And when those levels are healthy, Men wake up with vigor, with energy. And in fact, men should structure their mornings around their hormonal reality, which is driven by this testosterone and cortisol hormones. And it makes sense for men to front load their mornings with exercise, also do a lot of work um, sort of in the mornings before noon, because at about sort of 2, 3 p.m. is when their cortisol begins to wane. And by about 7 p.m., men want to get back into the cave, maybe read something inspirational, go to bed, repeat it. That is optimal for the male body. It is Also optimal for male body to do the same activities and eat the same things like every single day. So things like HIIT training works for male body to do it seven days a week. In fact, well, maybe not seven because obviously everyone needs rest and recovery, but consistently because that optimizes men's biology perfectly. And if you have male biology, you want to strive for sameness every day because when you do the same things, you eat similar things, you get I don't know, proper amount of proteins, you work out the same way, you build this momentum. And with momentum, you build strength, habits, and optimize health. So for women, the goal is not to stay the same because women's hormones are different. And the goal is to be dynamic and change your workout so you can unlock your hormonal advantage. So For that exact reason, because men are, once hormones fluctuate and it's so predictable, men usually are the main subject when it comes to exercise research. So there is a lot of research that says that HIIT workouts are amazing. I don't know, CrossFits are amazing. And a lot of those benefits have been tested on men and have shown brilliant results. Unfortunately, those tests are rarely done on women because studying women as a subject is just more difficult because of course there is 28 day cycle. There is a, um, women can get pregnant. So there's a very different picture, which is why so many women um, sometimes may feel like they train daily. They do exactly what men do, but it's just, they're not quite, things don't work out the same way for them. And sometimes women can feel like, and I see this in my practice where they workout all cycle long, but then just keep gaining weight. And it makes no sense, but actually when you look deeper and understand what happens on the hormonal level, it does make sense. And I also want to mention that there's the very popular hit exercise, and I want to talk about my view on it. Um, I don't dislike hit workouts. However... And, and it's great for so many reasons. And because and one of the best things is because it's less time and you get more impact. And it's definitely true if you have a male body. But if you do hit workouts as a female at the wrong time of your cycle, which is closer to your period, you'll actually turn on fat storage and turn off muscle building around, um, at a particular time of your cycle. And I'm going to talk about when that is. So if you do hit or intense workouts, every single, like every single day or continuously five days a week, you'll actually gain fat and lose lean muscle. And it's the very thing that you're hoping to achieve. So it's very frustrating when you don't understand what the heck is happening and why that's happening. So for women, changing up workouts based on where you are in your cycle matters so you can support your body, support your health, and keep your hormones balanced. In fact, USA soccer team takes it pretty seriously and they train all of their athletes to optimize with their menstrual cycle. So let's dive in specifically into the menstrual cycle. So your menstrual cycle has four distinct phases and those are menstrual which is your period after menstrual phase we're going to your follicular phase which is lasts for about 7 to 10 days after that you ovulate which brings us to your ovulatory phase and post ovulation you go into what's called luteal phase that takes you all the way to menstruation so we're going to break it phase by phase so with the menstrual phase during your period This is when you're shedding your uterine lining. So you're basically on your period. So your hormone levels are at its lowest at this point, which will show up in less energy, less motivation. And given all that, you just simply won't be feeling like doing heavy weights or fast-paced cardio workouts. So to make the most out of your workouts, focus on walking, yoga, stretches, I would even go as far as to invite you for the first day or two of your cycle, take things very easy. Your body is doing an immense amount of work shedding the lining of the uterine uterine lining. And when you give it rest from physical exercise, you're giving that precious energy to the process that's currently taking place in your body. And in my personal experience, I give myself a one or two days completely off of anything at the beginning of my cycle. I call that time my period retreat. And I usually have more energy for the entire month when I do that. So that's your menstrual cycle. Lighter workouts, more walking, more yin yoga, more stuff that doesn't stress you out. Then you enter your follicular phase after your period ends and this phase, you actually experience increase in all of your hormones. You've got this follicle-stimulating hormone, you have a luteinizing hormone, you have your estrogen, and as those hormones rise, by the way, you don't need to remember name of those, but as these hormones rise, you can amp up the intensity of your workouts this is a good time to start doing runs because you'll have that energy this is a good time to do that hit workouts this is a good time to lift heavier weights bring in more cardio like running dancing boxing kickboxing and especially when it comes to weightlifting this is a good time to go pretty heavy with your weights to really break that sweat and allow for your muscle tissue to start building This is during this time, just the way that female brain is set up. It's also a great time to try out new classes, new experience. Maybe you wanted to try a tango class. I don't know if you did. I just thought about it because I want to try a tango class. And I just know that when it's my follicular phase, that's exactly when I'll try it because this is when I want to experience new movement, new new things. Or maybe you wanted to give boxing a chance. This is a great time to try new things and get yourself really active. You'll have the energy to support it that brings you to your ovulation and ovulation is um it's your ovulatory phase and during this time is when your mature egg is actually released and ready for fertilization this is the uh, this is the fertility window for women this is when we can get pregnant but also the time where a lot of our hormones surging specifically another hormone that we have that surges during this time is testosterone and testosterone is Famous for helping you build muscle mass quickly. So over ovulatory phase, if you want to build the muscle mass, this is where you want to do heavy lifting, resistance training, continue doing HIIT workouts, kickboxing, anything that gets you moving and gets your heart pumping pretty high and helps you increase your muscle mass. So this is the time where you want to be, when you when you to have the energy to be active and you should put it, essentially put it to work. After ovulation, you enter what's called your luteal phase. Luteal phase is the longest phase of your cycle and it lasts for about two weeks. And during this phase, so you have a follicle that basically when it ripens, that's when the egg travels down the fallopian tube, that's when you ovulate, and that follicle that sort of released that egg now would transform in what's called corpus luteum. And I'm sorry if I'm getting a bit sciencey here, but corpus luteum is how you will produce the hormone called progesterone, which is the main message that I wanted to deliver here. So progesterone is the hormone that will kind of like slows you down a little bit. So, given that you have luteal phase over the course of two weeks, in the first week of those two weeks, you will still have plenty of energy. So, you can, you, I would drop the weight a little bit, but still keep resistance training, maybe more body resistance, some mix of cardio, introduce bar, Pilates. Um, your workouts should have higher reps, but lighter weight. And that's in the first half of your luteal phase. And then the second half of your luteal phase, which is the second week, you will notice how your energy is beginning to decline, making you feel more fatigued. So your body in this particular phase is more susceptible to stress. So when you put excess excess amount of stress on your body, which is can can be through HIIT workouts, your body will actually go into the stress response and will begin to produce cortisol. And when we produce excess cortisol, that's when we begin to, in the disproportionate chronically raised amount, it can help us to it can make our body to store fat and it can stop increase of a muscle this is what i was mentioning at the beginning of this podcast if you do hit workouts the entire month Throughout follicular and ovulatory phase, it's a very beneficial time. But as you go into your luteal phase, it begins to do sort of um, uh, it does the opposite. So this is when you'd want to pull back a little bit and do more workouts that have um still continue working out, but do the lighter weights, maybe more body resistance, pilates, bar, as I mentioned. Another thing that happens, and is for those of you, have you ever known? noticed that you get a little bit clumsier before your period. If you've ever noticed that you do get a bit clumsy, it's because the female brain actually changes throughout the cycle. And those changes affect our motor learning skills. So it also affects our coordination and our spatial awareness. So if you ever notice that you are a bit, in fact, clumsier in the second half of the cycle, it's because the part of your brain that's responsible for movement changes across your cycle. And the motor cortex, it actually appears to be less excitable during the luteal phase. So what does that mean? Basically, it means that it's better, given that you sort of your spatial awareness, your coordination, clumsiness is a bit more present, it's better not to start new set of movements or heavier weights of something that you haven't tried before in luteal phase. So it's better to leave those things like new exercises, new experiences, heavy weights for the First half of your cycle, however, um, and maybe in the first half of your cycle, you also practice with going heavier, keeping your pose more heavy, and experimenting with things. And then in the second half of the cycle, you lessen the load, you repeat the things that you know, so you less prone to injuries due to clumsiness, and you also feel a bit more in control of your body. So things that are really like in the luteal phases, yoga. Power yoga can be quite good in the first half of the cycle, in, in the first half of luteal phase. And in the second half of luteal phase, it's more lighter yoga movements, things like swimming, Pilates, lighter weightlifting, walking. And this all those exercises would feel really good in your luteal phase. So, this is sort of the overview of what happens in four phases of your cycle. This, of course, is the guidance. Do know that you have a unique female body with unique physiology. And at the end of the day, if you do feel strong enough to get through a workout, um, but your cycle app tracking says that maybe you're on your period and it's time to do more gentle workouts, opt in for listening to your body. If you're up to it, Try it, maybe leave earlier, but go with how your body feels rather than fully relying on the cycle app tracker. And that's how we get in touch with our bodies. And if cycle tracking is important to you, which it should be, focus on recovery whenever you, if you see whenever you have to sort of take it easy, focus on recovery, go for walks, go for gentler movements. And remember that it's during, Um, different times of your cycle is when your muscle, when you can get stronger and there is times when you do need to relax regardless. And sometimes when we don't want to we sort of don't want to take off in the second half of our cycle if especially if we if we continuously in this working out stage we feel like we're not doing enough first of all i would question those thoughts and be like are you actually not doing enough and second of all remember that the recovery is very important otherwise your hard work is wasted because when you build muscles when you recover, not actually during the workout itself. And the beauty of the female body is that it allows you and invites you to create different fluctuations in order to be able to try all of the workouts, benefit your body and still. So training smart with your menstrual cycle will help you feel truly more empowered around your body and around your goals that's all i had for you today if you have feedback if you have further questions reach out to me on instagram at dinara.mukh i want to wish you a wonderful week and we will speak next time